Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the second episode of Wabi Sabi Wellness. I am so jazzed that you are here, and even more jazzed by all of the feedback I got for last week's episode. My goal is to give you all this information in a way that is digestible to you and makes it useful in your everyday life. So I hope I can keep on doing that for you all. Um, Today's topic will be the sun, moon, and rising signs. If that makes no sense to you, that's totally okay. Keep listening. We're going to throw it down so you can pick it up. Before we get into it though, I do want to go over the moon transits of the week. As I mentioned last week in the podcast, moon transits are really helpful for planning out your week. The moon is all about your intuition and your emotions, so it can really help you figure out if this is a week for you to stay in or a week for you to go out and be social. The moon does switch signs every two to two and a half days, so in any given week, you might see yourself in three different moon transits. The first moon transit I want to talk about is actually starting yesterday, Sunday, February 26th at 3.48 p.m. Central Time, and will last until Wednesday, March 1st at 2.40 a.m. This moon transit will be in Gemini, and Gemini is all about being social, asking questions, and coming up with ideas from that. You might find yourself saying yes to social engagements. Do it. It'll feel really good for your emotional cup. You might also be feeling curious, so it's a really great time for you to do some research as well. The next transit will begin on Wednesday, March 1st at 2.40 a.m. and last until Friday, March 3rd at 3.16 p.m. So this will get you through the rest of the work week. And this moon transit will be in Cancer. Cancer is all about nurturing and caring for others, but what I want you to do during this moon transit is nurture and take care of yourself. This is a great time for you to have a self-care day or make sure that you're putting something in your day that is just for you, whether it go whether it be you going to like a yoga class you've been wanting to go to or stopping by Lush and grabbing a bath bomb for a bath that night. It doesn't have to be a huge thing that you do for yourself, but just a little something that says, I love you and I respect you just as much as you do for everybody else. After we spend a few days taking care of ourselves, we're going to go into the weekend starting on Friday, March 3rd at 3.16 p.m. with a Leo moon, and I love a Leo moon for the weekend. Leo moon is all about being bold, being bright, being authentically yourself. When I think about what a Leo moon is, it's about dressing in my favorite sequence dress and going out and telling my jokes and telling my story and not being sorry or apologizing for who I am. So I hope you guys spend this weekend being yourselves. That Leo moon will last until Monday, March 6th at 3.39 a.m. As far as the astrology of the week goes, it's going to be another week of calmness and productivity. Monday through Wednesday will be great days for collaboration, not only in the workplace, but also at home and in your friendships and relationships. Be willing to communicate openly and honestly because people will be able to pick up what you are throwing down. Thursday, Venus, which is the planet of love and beauty, will be conjunct to Jupiter, which is the planet of luck and expansion in Aries. This is a great time to go on a date. Um, It'll be really good vibes. You're going to feel butterflies. The communication and the banter will flow freely. And I promise you guys a great time. 
for the tarot card of the week, it lines up with the astrology of the week. We have Ace of Wands, and Ace of Wands is all about feeling inspiration or creative ideas coming through to you. This makes a lot of sense with the moon being in Gemini earlier in the week when you are social and talking, so don't be surprised if you have a creative idea come to you. Write it down, or if you feel inclined, start on it. Do the thing that is making you feel alive is the message that this tarot card is giving you all for the week. And with that being said, let's get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode. I will be discussing sun, moon, and rising signs. So for those of you who say that your sun sign does not represent you well, this episode is so up your alley. Astrology is so complex. It's like the most absurd onion that you will ever meet. You keep peeling and finding more onion and more onion and more onion. And before you know it, you're crying because you really understand yourself. So let's think about astrology as a good onion. So let's take it back to the good old days when we would get Seventeen Magazine in the mail for us, and we would flip to the back page and read our horoscope. Chances are you read for your sun sign, and your sun sign is based on your birthday. So sun signs last about a month, um, and everyone basically knows them because you know your birthday. To know your moon and rising sign, though, you would need to know the time that you were born. For a moon, you actually wouldn't need to know the specific time as long as the moon didn't shift signs on the day you were born. And going back to moon transits, the moon shifts signs every two to two and a half days. For the rising sign, though, it shifts every two hours. So it's very important to know your exact birthday for that. When reading my horoscope now or trying to find the themes in astrology for myself, I like to look at my sun rising and sometimes my moon sign. Every astrologer will describe these three differently or have a different spin on it. So if you've heard differently, that's completely okay. This is just what's worked for me. So I see the sun as the mask that others see you as or kind of your outside persona. The moon for me is your emotional compass or what fills you up emotionally. And then the rising is kind of the how you do your daily life, how you live your life. So for my example, I have a son in Leo and people might see me as having a very big personality, just bold, and I can be very dramatic. My moon is in Gemini, so my cup is filled when I am being social. I really, really enjoy conversation and talking. I am the kind of person who can talk to literally anyone about anything. And then my rising is in Virgo, so I'm kind of low-key type A. I have a million notes on my phone, and I prefer to take charge than to trust others to do things. The rest of the episode, I'm going to go through all of the 12 signs for their sun, moon, and rising. So if you don't know what your moon and rising signs are, go ahead and go to AstroSeek or any other online calculator and put in your birthday, birth time, and birthplace, and it'll let you know what your sun, moon, and rising is. Let's get started with the sun sign. So again, the sun sign is your mask to the outside world. We're going to start with Aries, as it is the first zodiac sign. So Aries are known for being adventurous, energetic, confident, and dynamic. However, on the flip side, this can be seen as being selfish or quick-tempered and impulsive. A Taurus sun can be seen as patient, reliable, warm-hearted, and persistent. On the flip side of that, though, they can be seen as jealous, possessive, or inflexible. 
A Gemini sun is known for being adaptable, versatile, and communicative. Geminis ask a lot of questions, they want to be very social, but they can also be inconsistent and sometimes come across as superficial. A Cancer sun, others will know them for being emotional, intuitive, and very loving. They are the nurturers of the zodiac, but this can also come across as moody, overly emotional, and sometimes clingy because they care so deeply about their people. Going on to Leo, Leo's sons are known for being generous, creative, and enthusiastic. On the flip side, they can be seen as overdramatic, bossy, and sometimes a little pompous. As a Leo son, I attest to all of those things. I am extremely dramatic, but you know, I own that. And if you're a Leo son, I hope you own it too. Virgo sons are known for being practical, diligent, analytical, and very modest, but can also be seen as fussy, overcritical of others and themselves, and harsh. I like to remember though that Virgos aren't trying to be harsh. They're just trying to get things done correctly. Libras can be seen as diplomatic, romantic, and charming. They are the balancers of the zodiac. But because they are trying to please everyone, they can also be seen as indecisive and too easily influenced. Scorpio suns are determined, very intuitive, and passionate people to others. But when it is seen on the flip side of it all, they might be seen as jealous, resentful, and even secretive. Sagittarius suns are optimistic, freedom-loving, and very intellectual. They like to think about the ideas. Sometimes that optimism, though, can be seen as blindly optimistic or even to the point of being irresponsible or tactless. Sagittarius's, though, just want to see things for the good that they have, um, although that can be a little um, rose-tinted glassy, like... Capricorns are practical, ambitious, disciplined, and really quite funny. They can be seen as pessimistic, though, and very rigid in their ways of doing things. Aquarius suns are known for being original, inventive, and independent. They care about society as a whole. And because they care about the whole versus um, the individual, they can sometimes be seen as unemotional and detached, and even a little bit unpredictable. The last Um, zodiac sign is Pisces, and Pisces suns are known to the outside world for being imaginative, compassionate, and selfless. But because they are that 12th house, um, they can also be seen as escaping reality, vague, and easily led astray. One last thing I want to say about sun signs before we move on to moon signs is that a lot of times you might find that you feel more like your sun sign the older that you get. Um, So just keep that in mind when thinking about your sun sign. Let's move on to the moon signs. So moon signs are your emotional compass. It is what fills your cup, what makes you feel emotionally happy. I want to go through them the same way we did for the sun signs. So I'm just going to briefly touch on each of the 12 signs and what it might mean if that is your moon sign. So for Aries, passion really fills our emotional cup. They're very quick to start, but also quick to burn. So the note here is to be careful to pace yourself or you might feel emotionally drained. Tauruses like to savor things that give them pleasure. So don't feel like you need to rush through an experience. They are the type of people who want to stop and smell the roses. And I think we could all do a little more of that. 
Gemini moons like to bounce from thing to thing. They need stimulation and excitement. That is me. I am a Gemini moon and I definitely like to bounce between ideas and thoughts. Socialization also might really fill your cup if you are a Gemini moon. For Cancer moons, you are very emotional and not in a bad way at all. I think emotions and intuition are very, very important. You like to nurture others, but you also want to feel nurtured back. So be upfront to others about what you expect from a relationship. For Leo moons, they like admiration and almost worship. They're here to entertain you, but they want you to say, wow, that was entertaining. Their cup is very full when they feel seen and heard. Virgo moons are very critical of themselves, but they're also very practical. So the message to any Virgo moons out there are to be a little softer on yourself. You're going to do what you need to do, but you can't expect perfection all of the time. For Libra moons, their love language is connection. Libra is all about balance and they feel their best when things are balanced in their life and their relationship. That's when you will feel like your cup is most full. A Scorpio moon is very careful and private. So if you have somebody in your life who's a Scorpio moon, try not to pry so hard. They like to keep things to themselves and that is completely okay. They know how to dig deep though to understand their emotions and likely have a very strong understanding of their core self. Sagittarius moon, adventure and experience really fill their cup, which makes so much sense because Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter, which is the planet of expansion. Capricorn moons. I like to think of Capricorn as the father of the Zodiac and Cancer as the mother of the Zodiac. Dependability, stability, and results are what drives a Capricorn. If a Capricorn says that they're going to do something for you, a Capricorn moon, they're going to do the thing for you and they're going to do it well. Aquarius moons might feel a little detached, but really they're looking at things from above or thinking about the big picture. Aquarius moons might be a little eccentric in how they show their emotions. Um, But yeah, just really thinking about the big picture for that Aquarius moon. Their cup is filled when they feel like society is on the right path or their group of people is on the right path versus them themselves. And we'll end on Pisces moons. Pisces moon is all about spirituality or mysticism, and it's kind of ingrained in their placement. The key here, though, is staying grounded in your reality. Pisces moons might feel their cup is most full when they're having communication that transcends basic understanding of each other and really thinks about where they are spiritually. The last thing I wanted to go over in today's episode was rising signs. And rising signs for me is the how behind how you do things and kind of like how you operate. So if you are a rising Aries, you go through life trying to feel brave. Um, Your opinions are very important to you and you also like to act very independently. You might not like having other people tell you how to do things. Aries risings are also very competitive. So if you were trying to entice an Aries to do something, give them some competition. Taurus risings are very dependable. They do exactly what they say they're going to do, but they also like to enjoy the good things in life and see that as a motivation. Taurus rising is very much work hard, play hard. 
Gemini Risings, their question is why. They want all of their questions answered. They are not okay with a very um, baseline answer for a question. And communication is really the key to their fuel in this life. Cancer Risings are very much thinking about routine, tradition, and nurturing. They might be very influenced by their gut feelings, which I think is super important. For a Cancer Rising, their home life is very, very important and answers a lot of the why they do the things that they do. A Leo Rising, I like to think of do it for the gram and attention. Leos like to do things big and bold. They're also known for living in the moment and for joy, which I guess the message here is think sometimes about the longer term um, effects of what you're doing. Virgo risings are very organized, very calculated. They have a plan, but can also be a little bit of a perfectionist. So Virgo risings, the message for you is to let things go a little bit. Things will fall into place as they are supposed to. Libra Risings, the goal for you is balance and happiness amongst everyone in your life. That is why you do the things. But don't forget to think about the happiness for yourself as well, as well as the balance in your own life. It's really, really hard to make everybody happy. Honestly, impossible. So do what's doable and let go of the rest. For Scorpio Risings, they want to feel things and feel them intensely. They are very driven by intense emotions or intense experiences, and also by experiences that are alluring or a little more mysterious. Sagittarius, you guys are the life of the party. You live to tell the story. You do things so you can have a story to tell at the party tomorrow night. Sagittarius is also looking at life through a lens that is a glass half full. They're forever the optimist of the zodiac. Capricorn risings are driven by their goals. They're also going to act very maturely, very organized, and very driven. So Capricorns are very much after what they have their hearts set on. Aquarius rising, you might think of um, things in the sense of what is better for all versus myself. So your actions often are about what you can do to better the world that you're in. Aquarius is also very eclectic and eccentric. So I like to think of Aquarius risings as having the best style. They're not afraid to be themselves when it comes to dressing. Pisces risings are dreamy and empathetic. They act based on their emotions and where their soul is guiding them to go, which honestly, I wish I was a Pisces rising. I think Pisces risings are often just living so authentically to themselves because they're so aligned with their intuition. And that is all I have to say this week on sun, moon, and rising signs. My goal here was to kind of open up the doors of astrology and let you know it's not just about your sun sign. There's so many layers and there's so much complexity behind astrology. And the beauty behind astrology is it really gives you a new lens to see yourself, maybe through a lens that you haven't considered before. Um, I hope you all were able to look at your sun, moon, and rising and think about how that applies to your life. In what ways do you really harness that sun? In what ways do you really live through your moon? And how do you live your rising out? How is your day-to-day representative of that? My mantra for myself this year was to live authentically or be authentic. 
And astrology is really allowing me to accept parts of myself that I might have shied away from in the past. And that is my goal for you as well. With that, I want to leave you with the ending intention. The quote this week is, to be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. And that was said by the wonderful Ralph Waldo Emerson. I hope that this chat gave you a little insight on who you are and allows you to live authentically as well. Next week's episode will be on dopamine dressing. Dopamine dressing is definitely not about astrology, but I think it's a really interesting idea um, that can really help us to just be a little happier in our day-to-day lives. Thank you all again for joining me on today's episode, and I cannot wait to hear from you all. If you want to connect with me on Instagram, my handle is at wabi.sabi.tarot, W-A-B-I dot S-A-B-I dot tarot. I hope you all have a beautiful week and remember to look within.